0: This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder.
2: Since its creation in 1972, the Art Center of Waco has been enriching the community through visual arts, exhibits, classes, creative activities. Alice Beard has been involved with the Art Center for much of that time, really on and off, now serving on the Board of Directors, and it's good to have you here.
1: Thank you, Ann. Nice to be here.
2: Well, this is um, kind of an exciting time for the Arts Center. Boy, it's I'll sort say. of moved from... From pillar to post a little bit a lot of the uh the life of the arts center was there on the mcc campus kind of close there in that beautiful
1: building mm-hmm. and then it started falling apart about three years ago oh i know much to our dismay it was uh, proven to be a, a unstable building and we were urged to get out quickly that we oh i know
2: out. i think I was somebody was working there they said get your purse and leave i mean they they just didn't know if the wall would fall in exactly <laughs> Not good, not good. But but it was such a beautiful place for so long. The William Cameron Summer Mm Home. Uh Yeah, kind of near where the Northwood Inn, if folks remember that, you know that property, uh, there at MCC. Beautiful location. Uh, So kind of been finding temporary digs. Yes. In the meantime.
1: Yes, we originally uh, upon moving uh, rented space on Austin Avenue. Uh, For a couple of years, and then through a very gracious invitation, uh, we are now housed in a cubicle or two area down at the Waco Chamber of Commerce. So people can go, and do you have
2: an exhibit there? No. You're just kind of right
1: now, that's where you're officing. Correct. We have exhibits that... pop-up at different places around town we also have an art expedition which is basically a uh, trailer it's like a box-like trailer Uh that has been converted into like a little mini museum it has in it uh, some juried artwork it travels around in a normal school year to mostly uh wisd school classes how long has this been going on Oh gosh, not really sure. Four or five years, really? perhaps. Mm-hmm. And we call it the Art Expedition. Mm-hmm. And uh, this it's a mobile gallery, and it goes to third through fifth graders at area schools. And again, I said primarily WISD. They the lessons tie in with language arts and visual arts essential knowledge and skills the TEKS plans that the educational systems emphasize. So we tie in our artwork with their studies. So this is uh, an involvement that we have going on during school years, but we have been doing it some this summer. Uh, We've had some satellite locations for art classes. We are obviously really strapped for space and, and all, but we've done virtual classes. As well as we did have some in-person summer classes for our younger students and had those at various uh, satellite places that people allowed us to use their empty space and it was successful. Interestingly so, but successful. We enjoyed it and so did the kids.
2: Well, you know, I mentioned that, that you've been involved with the art center in some capacity for many, many years. Now your your training is as a teacher, right? Yes. You were an art teacher. Yes.
1: I have an art degree so from let's Baylor.
2: Talk about how, how did how did you first uh, get involved with the Art Center, Waco?
1: Okay. I was teaching art, Junior High Art down at South Junior on South Eighth Street, which is interestingly enough where our new home will be. Uh I, my husband was in law school, and the first time I heard anything about it, uh, a friend, a today's friend, Timas Warner, uh-huh. came to me. She was a junior league uh, volunteer, and her job was to go around to all of the WISD and area art teachers and tell them about this new opening. And I believe it opened in October of 1972. They it, This uh, art center was partially funded through Urban Renewal, a program Urban Renewal had at that time called Model Cities. And it was then, rest. the rest of it was uh, funded through Junior League and various individuals that supported it. Anyway, they had a small studio space on uh, Franklin and, uh, or it could have been Austin, I'm not sure. I can't remember now. Anyway, uh, uh, one of my uh, law school girlfriends her husband was in it also Uh, and i walked over because we both lived on 8th street also Mm -hmm. yeah and went over to check it out we were told that uh, they had a lot of scholarships available and most of the students that i taught in that neighborhood would be eligible so we were interested in checking it out went over there, fell in love with the program, ended up signing up for a course myself and got a partial scholarship since I was a struggling school teacher putting a husband through college (laughs) and uh, started promoting my students to go to the classes. They had a few after school classes and several on weekends when they first got started. The next semester I actually was an assistant teacher in it and I've been associated with the art center ever since uh, always associated in some form but not always uh, there were a few years here and there where i was i wasn't as active as i am now mm-hmm. or had been in other years but i've always enjoyed it always felt it was a very important part of the waco lifestyle uh, there's a tendency as you know and where they the uh, arts in public schools especially get dissed they if mm-hmm. there's ever money to be cut that's where it usually sure. comes They're in fine arts yeah right so i thought it was a very valuable uh and worthy project to always support because as i said we have always had scholarships ever since then we have always provided scholarships for any student that showed an interest. Uh, Just recently, one of our board members, Lance Magid's father died, Mike Magid, who a lot of people knew in Waco because they have studio gallery Mm -hmm. and he was very, the family's involved in the arts. When he died, the family requested that all contributions be made to set up a Magid family scholarship fund for the art center and uh, as a matter of fact last night at our board meeting they announced that it's just nudging eight thousand dollars how wonderful yeah just for a few weeks so we Mm -hmm. hope it continues to increase and uh, starting this next summer there will be scholarships that go out for that i personally sometimes uh, or often i give uh, donations to the art center uh, for Christmas presents for my friends, and I do it, and I put on the card, I said, this is going towards a scholarship for the Arts Center Children Mm -hmm. of Greater Waco.
2: Over the years, is there anyone that comes to mind that, you know, has gone through the program and and become an artist, become...
1: Oh, that's hard to say. I'm sure there are.
2: I know your daughter is my quite da- an aco- accomplished yeah. artist herself.
1: Yeah. My, my daughter took lessons yeah. there, yes, yeah. and she is. And I'm sure there's there's many many more that have. Um, but you know, and not everybody can be an artist, as such a a, a professional artist certainly. But uh, for example, I am an art major, but I never considered myself extremely talented in the actual painting or drawing process above average. Yes. But I never considered myself really high leveled, Mm -hmm. but I'm a great art teacher. (laughs) I'm a great art appreciator. And that's the thing we need to instill in people is while you may not end up being a famous artist or a, an artist that can earn a living, You can learn to appreciate and enjoy art and fulfill yourself with that enjoyment and that joy. And it is a true joy. You can learn to see art in nature through studying art, uh, through a sketching class, a painting class, a pottery class. Your eye becomes trained to seeing art in very primitive ways up to very sophisticated ways and that's what's so important to me especially about our art center is the programs that teach both children and adults especially children to not be afraid of art but to encourage their creativity and to enjoy to be a noticeable for it to be a noticeable part of their lives and an enjoyment
2: well I really, you know, I think the the work of the art center over the years and what it's done to enrich the community uh, can't be overstated. Um, you you mentioned the new home. Um, it's it's a bit a bit of a ways yet from uh, actually becoming a reality, but it's getting closer. I know you recently have had a an online uh, fundraising effort, and and that was in lieu of Tabletoppers, which is a fabulous event, and of course a lot of, uh, you know people in, in various nonprofits have had to be very creative in coming up with other ways to to raise funds. Um, so so let's talk about the status of the new arts center. Now, it, you say it's located on 8th Street. It yes. had been the LULAC building, correct? Yes, it
1: was a LULAC um, child care center mm-hmm. for the neighborhood. And uh, it was for many years. Uh, I'd say it was in the block next to uh, South Junior. And then I lived to the, one block on the other side and there's so a church on a church on other the, side on the other side mm-hmm. a beautiful yeah, old church. A beautiful church and yeah and the uh, actual physical address is 701 south 8th street it
2: mm-hmm. so kind of right
1: at the silo district absolutely very, very good uh, location uh, for you uh, guys absolutely and also of course very accessible and close to i-35 so after we move in we hope to have a lot of news coverage on it and oh, a, sure. a Alert people that this is still and yet another dropping off point and venue for people visiting Waco to see. Mm -hmm, Because you you will have exhibits, absolutely
2: um, notable artists and Mm -hmm. so forth. And and what a great thing to have a venue for artists to be able to uh, to showcase their work. Um, You've got a good bit of money raised. Yes, what one point three already. Uh, One point
1: two. One point two million. million. Right now we need one point three to to complete the the, uh, the building. And probably uh, another .4 to get it completely furbished. So a total of one seven.
2: Lots of windows though. I think the natural light's gonna oh, be yeah. wonderful
1: right. for, that, for that building, but it is just a shell right now. Correct, it is. Uh, it, the land around it and the building have been completely purchased with funds that we already have raised. Uh, You said we're a a ways off. Actually we are as close as six months off. Really? Yes. But that is only if we get some help. Yeah. And that help would be uh we need to secure one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in pledges for three to five years to give a cash flow while we're in this process. Um that can come in any form. It could be one person donating 150000 <laughs> this fine. year. Yeah. Or it could be 15 families, or it could be 100 families. It could be paid on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, yearly basis, all at once, whatever. We do not think that this is an impossible uh, goal mm-hmm. at all to to get that 150,000. There are a lot of people who have been impacted by the arts, not just the arts center, but by the arts in general. And I think that they know what a valuable asset that is to our town.
2: Well, it, it is, and uh, you've said it well, and, and I appreciate your passion for the Art Center Waco and your, your dedication to, to helping things. How can folks uh, get more information? I know you take volunteers. You've got all kinds of ways uh, people can kind of plug in and help. Uh, what's the best way for them to well, get information? Well, the
1: first thing is we do have a website, www.artcenterwaco.org. So go to that. It will always list all of our current activities. It lists our future activities. It also, you can join the Arts Center uh, on this website. Yeah, make that monthly commitment. Yes. That would be great. We have memberships uh, that range from $30 a year, which is for a student, an educator, or an artist, uh, then going to forty five. $60 for a family, and then our premium levels, which go all the way up to $1,200 a year, and then for businesses up to 2500 a year. So uh, we are grateful for all of the people and uh, businesses that have supported us over the years and continue to. Uh, It's unbelievable the support that people will give. And we've seen that in our building program where we've had a lot of in-kind donations coming in for that.
2: Right, right. I know uh, the architects and so forth have done. Masonic Construction
1: Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. doing it for cost. You might remember they did Jubilee, grocery store Mm -hmm. uh, at cost. Very giving. Yeah, very Very giving. giving. And uh, so Ed Masonic and Masonic Construction are doing that. Uh, Jed Walker with Walker Engineers and um, Grant Dudley with, uh, oh gosh, I always, it's RBDR. Architects, Very, architects, yes. Yeah, those, those, yes. I wasn't going to try, but I knew oh, it was letters. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get oh, confused. <laughs> we can't, we
2: can't thank them enough. Can't thank them enough Absolutely. for uh, how giving they are, and the, well, the excitement though about the art center is is really what's uh, what's fun to experience, and so glad that you were able to spend some time with us, Alice.
1: Thank you so much, And I so appreciate your interest in the art center and furthering Waco with such a, a vibrant and essential part of our community. Thank you.
0: I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. You are going on a run. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself.
2: Grassroots Waco is committed to a brighter future for children, neighbors, and communities. Joining me now is Jocelyn Johnson. And you know, your mission statement talks about a healthy neighborhood being one that's clean and mm-hmm. safe and diverse. Um, let's let's talk about grassroots. What, what does this organization mean to the
0: community? Well, it actually started out as a organization that worked around housing, so building affordable houses, for um, um, low income and moderate income families, and helping them to actually imagine themselves being homeowners. So it started out like that in 2001. A um, bunch of architects got together, had their own uh, board of directors, and established this program. And so there's a housing side to it. So we offer the financial literacy courses, the housing uh, development courses. Uh, that people can take to help them to get ready to buy a house, whether they buy one that we build for them um, around Waco or they buy one that they have found on their own. But then the community organizing side gives us a chance to be in the community, um, network with the businesses, the churches, the schools, and those residents that are now living in those communities to find the resources that they need, kind of be that bridge to help them to know where they can get help, uh, where they can get resources how they can be involved in their community and take on leadership roles also within their communities So are you seeing
2: neighborhoods kind of being being revitalized?
0: Yes, so in some ways neighborhoods have been revitalized or just uh, even developed more mm-hmm. uh, Within within those so I think at to date We're at about 68 homes that we have built over the course of time we've done some remodeling of homes and um help there also but just building up the community in that way and building uh relationships among community leaders with the community associations again the churches the businesses that are coming into the areas the schools a little bit of everything
2: what does it mean when when someone can you know make that step to home ownership
0: um i think for just with my experience i'm fairly new to grassroots have been there almost a year coming up this fall but um, I think for someone who is looking to buy a home it helps them to really see that this is possible you know sometimes that there's that myth of you need so much money you need so much this or or that and our um, housing counselor Daryl Abercumby really works well with people to Um, help them to know the process. So we bring in real estate uh, experts, we bring in home inspection um, people, we bring in a little bit, even will and estate uh, for future planning, um, so that people kind of know processing of how things go and even helping them to build their uh, connections with the real estate um, community and also know how to manage a budget or if they don't know, or what is needed, and so there's different companies that we work with uh, in the home buying process. So it kind of just gives people a very laid back, kind of um, very straightforward process in knowing what to do.
2: Yeah, it can it can be
0: daunting. Mm-hmm. It can be
2: mind boggling mm-hmm. in a way to think, oh man, you know, it's just easier to write that rent check or whatever. But um, you you do provide classes, yes, on a financial. Um, you know, competency and those mm-hmm. kind of things. Do Is there a charge involved with that? To, how does somebody get involved with
0: taking one of these courses? Sure, um, they can definitely call our office. Um, or they can look on our Facebook page. We always advertise there to let you know when the next uh, financial literacy classes or the home buying classes um, are available. In fact, the financial literacy classes usually happen the last Saturday of each month. So we have oh, okay. one coming up on the 29th um, of August. Uh, so there's still time to do that. Right now we're doing everything virtually, um, but in, in before COVID we were doing things in person so now we're offering it in both ways so that you can uh still do that the um, home buying course um is a little bit longer process i think it's about six weeks and so you have to you know commit to that time so that is set up um i think it's on either thursday evenings or something like that where you can still set up but you um will find out more information from our facebook page about when it happens you can do the intake form online, all those different things and someone can get back in touch with you about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've also got some, you know, lots of things happening in the, in the community, mm-hmm. but one um, thing that happened last year, uh, Van Davis mm-hmm. with uh, Baylor, and mm-hmm. this, this is just an exciting, it's called, it's called Move East Waco, yes. right? Uh-huh. And um, ha- first of all, how did that go last year?
0: It went really, really well. Um, I think everyone who participated in it enjoyed it. We had a variety of different ages and people from all over Waco. It primarily is housed um, or held in East Waco, Mm -hmm. but we had people from all over Waco to come and participate, whether they were uh, living in the area or just outside of uh, um, East Waco. Um, I think we had a variety of different types of activities. exercises that everyone could be involved in. So it doesn't matter whatever your mobility is, the instructors were great at at knowing their audience and really looking at that and um, kind of tailoring their um, activities towards whatever the, the group wanted to do. So, and I felt like from talking to some of the participants that People really enjoyed it. Uh, they enjoyed the camaraderie, seeing each other each week or every other week whenever they were able to They were like exercise it. classes. Yeah, yeah, so basically, so it was, you know. Mm-hmm, it was exercise classes and there were also uh, health education tip sessions mm-hmm. afterwards, about 10 or 15 minutes. People from all over the Waco area, it could have been from our recycling center to uh, one of our um, mental health resources in the area that would come in and give tips about um, uh, the relaxation and sleep. It could be about diabetes prevention or what to do to continue your diabetes health or blood pressure screenings and all sorts of different things. We even had a, um, a couple of holistic um, instructors come in and talk about meditation or we had a doula come in and talk about. Oh. Yeah. So it was it was mm-hmm. great. It was insightful information that if it didn't hit your particular lifestyle or something with you, you could pass it on to someone else. Mm-hmm. Now, this was uh, at Oscar Du Conge, right at the. During, so, yeah, during the summer or warmer um, weather, it happened there. But mainly when school started, we moved uh, to G.W. Carver's Middle School oh, okay. um, gym. So we were able to access that. And that was really helpful, especially when it got colder and, and the time changed. So it got darker too quickly. Okay, well, we've got a, a whole new session coming
2: up, yes. right? or it's real, In fact, it's underway. it have been underway for about a, a week mm-hmm. now. And so um, you, you meet on what days for the movies waco
0: so movies waco will still meet um at its normal time originally it had set up for tuesdays and thursdays from six to seven and you'll be able to uh, access uh, all of the videos or all of the um, activities through our facebook page okay. so just look for the move east waco facebook page uh we have a, again a variety of instructors and health educators who are going to be coming on between six and seven in those days um and so these will be facebook lives so, Yeah, right yeah, yeah. facebook live yeah. yeah yeah so so
2: you can just take take part at home while you're mm-hmm. w- while you're while you're watching um yeah, it's. I mean, it's things that we have had to change the way we do things because yes. of social distancing and so forth. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about you, though, Jocelyn. What what you say? Recently, relatively, you mm-hmm. went to work with uh, Grassroots Waco. What last December? So. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So coming up on a on a year anniversary.
0: Um, where'd you come from? How did you get to this this job? Okay, I am originally from the East Coast. I'm really originally from Maryland. Oh, um, but I married a Texan a Wacoan, in fact, and moved here to, to Waco. And so I'm a music educator uh, by right, uh, classically trained flautist. Um, and when I moved here to Waco, um, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go back into the classroom or do something else. I also have a background in diversity and inclusion and social justice work. So I was doing some just different jobs, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was actually an office manager for a a retirement community in the Waco area. And I was on Facebook and grassroots de- a community development came up and they said they were looking for a community organizer. And I liked what I read about what their uh, framework was all about, especially the community organizing side. It, it still allows you to be able to be um, a part of the school community. So I still be able to work with teachers or the district and, and mentoring with, t- with students and just helping with PTA work and all sorts of things. So it still allowed me to be within the school system, but it also allowed me to also um, work within the greater community to see how Waco, learn more about the history of Waco, see how it's thriving, see the historical backgrounds of all over, the businesses, the churches, again, just the neighborhoods in general. And so um, I applied for the position and I guess they like what they saw too, so here we are. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, we're
2: glad. Welcome to Central Texas. Um,
0: and that, now, that's great. Do
2: you do you get a chance to perform any of your music since you're classically trained flautist? I do
0: on some um, some venues, such as I started playing. I actually have been a handbell director, uh-huh. so I was looking for handbells uh, in the area, and um, um, First United Methodist of Waco has a big handbell. Um, program. And so I started there with them playing with them. And then uh, one of the pastors of one of their satellite churches asked me to come and play flute there. So I've played flute at, uh, at their church. I've played for the retirement community. Um, I've done a couple of things like at Lakeshore Estates and it's still well retirement mm-hmm. community played for them and um, just done some things like that. I also am a um, part-time Uh, kind of music instructor at music and arts of waco in the central texas marketplace so so i do get a chance to still do that i don't get a chance right now to do as much playing as i like like freelance work or with a small ensemble or orchestra but it still keeps me going Mm -hmm. oh those days will come yeah you know those opportunities will come uh grassroots waco of
2: course needs to raise money and i Mm -hmm. think you have a golf tournament Set for October.
0: Yes, I'm. I'm still, like I said, learning a little bit about that. When they mentioned it, I was like, "Wow, we're still going to keep that golf tournament going." So I'm. I'm well, eager golf to...
2: is fine. I mean, you play that outside, right. and you yeah. can socially distance. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm eager to see how that will um will 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 come to to pass. I'm not a golfer myself, but I will definitely participate in any way that I can. But yes, grassroots, um, along with a lot of the other nonprofits, are always looking for ways to um, To raise money to mm-hmm. help the community, um, a lot of our funding is are through grants that we have received, like through United Way, through Waco Foundation. We work with other uh, organizations, um, you know, to do to do those. So, so yeah, but individual uh, or small companies who want to uh, definitely um, find out what we're doing and how they can partner with us, we are more than welcome to talk to you about that.
2: Well, it's a wonderful organization, and so happy that you are now there, um, lending your wonderful talents to that. <laughs> yeah. I like to end these visits though with a, a little questionnaire, mm-hmm. similar to the one that uh, the late great James Lipton would would ask to his guests on Inside the Actor Studio. Okay, I don't know if you're familiar with that show. But um, what's your favorite word? Inspire. I would say inspire or inspiration. What's your least favorite word? Um.
0: I'd probably say hate because you don't always like something, but hate. Yeah. But to hate, that's a strong word. Yeah,
2: it is. What, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
0: Um, Creatively, I guess it's curiosity, probably spiritually too, that we're all still curious um, about what is to come, but curiosity. Um, What turns you off?
2: Creatively, or...
0: Um Not being open. Yeah, just kind of being stagnant.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What sound do you love the most?
1: Uh, a flute. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Probably I'm a sound. Try not to
2: flute. Put, put words in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking of a flute mm-hmm. myself.
0: But... Um, I like the sound of the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Very good. What sound do you hate? Ugh. Probably the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> right. What what other profession would you
0: want to try? Um, probably something in like project management. I've I've found that one of my strengths is has to do with like being an arranger, the composer, the you know, the scheduler type person and seeing that through. So something with maybe project management. What job do you know you would not want to do? Hmm. I would probably say construction. I can't see myself. <laughs> I like building things. I like putting things together, you know, things on the wall, but building, you know, a house or something, yeah. Volunteering, no. but not yeah, oh. on a regular basis. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, what do you want to hear God say to you when you get to the pearly gates? Oh my goodness. Ooh.
0: I guess you have done well, um, my daughter of Zion, that, you know, maybe you didn't always listen, (laughs) (laughs) but you have done well. Oh, well, you have done well.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Jocelyn, for being with us. Grassroots Waco, again, um, how can folks get information
0: from you? Um, They can definitely look on our Facebook page or call our office or even email me at jocelyn at grassrootswaco.org. Thank you so much. Thank you. Central
2: Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This
1: has been Rogue Media Network podcast.